0: No. The all
1: fucked up. Was, I'm on Twitter. The board's all fucked
0: up. I don't know what's going on. Oh, up. no. The yeah. like, Work just fine for me. <laughs> oh, God. oh, boy. I don't know why it's fucked up. <sighs>
2: uh, is everybody, everybody up? Yep. We're recording, so yep. um,
0: <laughs> take two. All right. Podcasting from the Sportique Studios, where the war of words has already begun. And we've only recorded twice now. Yeah. This is the South Stands Denver Fancast. I'm Colin Daniels with producer Scott Stafford, do-it-all sports reporter from the Colorado Springs Gazette-Telegraph, and I gotta say, one sultry fella, Mr. Paul Klee, and your host, John. Hey, hey!
2: Welcome to the show. I, the, when, when AFC yeah, don't hit the goddamn game. table. See you hit
0: the table again, Colin?
2: Listen, we, this is this is take two because the first the first. Think something's wrong with the computer and it wasn't recording. Let's
0: just say Bill Gates can fuck off.
2: Okay. Well, <laughs> the thing was, is when we started last show, I was watching it screw up, and when you introduced me, and I was kind of just paying attention to that, and I was kind of like, "Oh, hey," and I was like, "Oh, great, this isn't." And I, in my my mind, I was saying, "This is going to be uh, a waste of fifteen minutes." Kind of like a Broncos fan after the first quarter. Exactly. So, uh, call back, call back to something you didn't hear. So, uh, but uh, again, I want to welcome to the show Paul Clee. How are you doing? Paul. I'm great, man. This we, is fun. We, I
3: appreciate you guys we, <laughs> having me on for a second time.
2: <laughs> we've we've all gotten to know each other real well now, waiting for this this uh issue to Lots be clear. <laughs> um but it's great to have you and uh hopefully we'll try to we'll try to circle back on some of the things we we already covered. But um uh I I I believe you said you're from here, correct? Mm-hmm. Just That's the, right. That's just right. for the people listening at home, we want to wanna track back a little bit and make sure they understand. Um, you know, Paul Paul's a, a
3: Denver native, born here? Not born here. No, I don't remember where I was born. I was born in a waterbed in a basement. I learned that when I was nineteen. Actually. Whoa, was yeah, that? Some, ke- was that it something Sounds like New Jersey. They, they kept that. <laughs> Might from have been when you were eighteen, 18 years. as well. Yeah, was this something that like they were keeping for you? From you for a reason? Yeah, no, or? I think it was. I think Willie Nelson was playing, and, and they were. It was that era, and they were having a good time. So and,
0: were you conceived on the same waterbed? I don't think you were that, born. Really?
2: I don't think I want to go there. To, <laughs> I never asked. He doesn't want.
3: To, he doesn't want to go there. But um. very close to here, actually, to where we are. Is where I grew up on Emerson in Iowa, over by uh, South Pearl Sushi Den. Everybody knows where that is. That's um, right Now, have you? I miss the old I miss the old Pearl Street Grill, by the way. Good spot. It's really sad. That That Monte Cristo was nails. It was. The Monte Cristo was the bomb. Really good. With purple jelly. Um, that,
2: that place is changing rapidly. Can you turn my headphones down a little bit? it's, uh, 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 changing rapidly. And, um, I was just in a place, they're putting a tavern, one of those tavern taverns, you know, the tavern, they're putting one of those in right there. Yeah. So I
0: was crazy. And they put an ungodly amount of money into that thing. They excavated like two floors beneath the earth. Well, well, what's, they went to town. Well, I don't know if they, it's weird because they installed,
2: Dump, so, hey, a little behind the scenes here. They installed these dumbwaiters in there, and because the staircase is real, st- I don't think they did that because the staircase is tiny. So I think it's an old school staircase, and they went, "Well, how are we going to get stuff back and forth? It's too difficult." So they put dumbwaiters in to move them up and down. Just little, just little inside information. Wow, that, you know? behind that. the scenes, yeah, behind the scenes. So, uh, good stuff. So, um so, so we we already established. Paul, that you live here, but you but you cover sports for a Colorado
3: Springs paper, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool because, I don't know, do you have to travel down to Colorado Springs much? I go down a few times a year, not yeah. very often. I'm pretty much based here and work with the Broncos and the Nuggets and the Rockies and the Avs, and I live not too far from that house over on Emerson. It's I mean, it's terrific. It's a, I'm very and I, lucky. I
0: would think it would be kind of cool that the paper asks you to – cover all four teams there's nobody at the post really
3: I mean other than the columnists who have that free reign and it's it's nice too because if you you know if you just cover one team then sometimes I think you get a little bit burned out if you were to just cover the Broncos or the Rockies but all of these teams there's always something going on and then if you can branch out and get up to Boulder once in a while that's terrific or Fort Collins and I got really lucky, guys. I, that's awesome. I did. Yeah.
2: yeah, it's it's a fantastic job because I mean mm-hmm. we were talking. I don't know if we were talking about in the stuff that got trashed, but um, you know you've got like you know Nick groke has got to cover the Rockies mm-hmm. and uh, and he covers other stuff too. Don't get me wrong, but you know he's kind of he's kind of with the Rockies and uh, you know Hockman was with the Nuggets for a long time. They were actually good then, so I guess that doesn't that doesn't really uh, equate. But when a guy uh, Troy Rank was you know covering the Rockies forever and they were just awful. Um, yeah, I think you would get burned out because you're just like, God, I gotta go down to Coors Field again. It's just gonna be the same old, same old thing. And uh, you know, if you're floating around, you're like,
3: Well, I'm gonna go check out the ads And if the ads happen to win, cool, that's great. You and know, it's so. kind of what's hot at that time. And you know, honestly, eighty percent of the time, it's going to be the Broncos. But there are occasions where Patrick was hired, um, George Carl's fired, where there's stuff that comes up, and you can just wake up and say, What's well, the hot deal right now? So it's it's rare. I, I can tell you that kind of deal is very rare anymore because we know what kind of state the newspaper business is in um, and hopefully the gazette sticks with it because i know that um these these teams here are those are for those people there i mean th- that's who they are fans of oh, that's yeah. what sure. they want to read about it. i got some metric the other day that something like 80% of our online readership is in denver so really yeah it's well that could be because it's wild. of you Probably, I so. think it's because of this podcast. Is what
0: it is. <laughs> well, but then, I want to say it. Let but... me ask you this though: <laughs> to a community, and obviously you don't spend necessarily as much time there as you might like to, but to a community like Colorado Springs, that's on a little bit different tier in terms of population compared to Denver, does the local newspaper carry more weight? I think
3: it probably does.
1: I I, I know it does. Yeah, uh, I, I think t- it does. sounds like Colorado Springs and Pueblo. They they have uh, great readership. It's with probably their a little more
3: old school, right? So
2: people are still buying the newspaper, Absolutely. right? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah.
1: So, in, but in bigger cities, it gets more lost. So I have no. In fact, I was even going to mention that you're in a great newspaper city because those mm-hmm. those type of towns do really well now.
3: And, and we know that Post is not in good shape. Obviously, the Rocky wasn't in good shape or good enough shape, I should say. Um, But I came from the Midwest where I worked my last job. Those newspapers there are actually doing pretty well because you have that, they've been there forever. And they're probably not going anywhere, no matter what happens. So, where were you at in the Midwest? I was in uh, Champaign, Illinois, okay. covering the Big Ten for a few years. It was gotcha. fantastic. I loved so it. you you know
2: Illinois, we we know Illinois. That's where we're from originally. Um, you know, there's some there's some areas that I don't think they probably got the internet yet. So <laughs> the newspapers probably how they how they get the information. So that's that's probably not. It's not surprising. Yeah, but
1: five miles outside of Champaign Urbana, there's I don't think there is internet. Corn. Yeah, there's is, corn. Yeah. There's corn. But
3: there is some really good... Good fly fishing on the golf courses oh. there. If you sneak on at night, I don't think they're listening to this. No, they're not. They're Probably not But so. that's the only place you can fish is on um, the
2: golf course. I, I know you're a fly. You're a fly fisherman, and uh, I, I saw that. And I, the the only thing I know about fly, I mean, I've fished. I grew up in the Midwest, so I mean, we would always go fish and stuff. I never fly fish, but when I had uh, a little newspaper that I used to run years and years ago a friend of mine uh was like hey i i know this guy um he's a fly fisherman he wrote a book i'm going to interview him just for what the hell of it and i can't think of the guy's name um but he interviewed him and it just was kind of a cool quirky thing and we we ran this thing and it was like people came out of the woodwork and be like well uh you know gary jones isn't a real fly fisherman because he and they people were like picking it apart and it was just like they were so hardcore you know having to point out that you know this oh this guy isn't really, i know more about this and i thought geez it, there's always somebody there's always somebody in anything that you get into has to be
1: well in illinois you put like some corn on the end and just throw it and grab some carp you know that's a, uh, yeah, chicken, lots of
3: carp chicken necks put some chicken necks <laughs> that, on work too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. that works
1: um
2: yeah it's it's a uh, it's a uh, it's, uh, it's good stuff that fly fishing I, i'd like to try it sometime i've, I've seen it looks pretty good
0: but it, it, it's very uh it's very uh, rhythmic and it's very kind of zen like you've got to be you got to be kind of in the vibe of it and you've got to be really in the moment and very aware of what's going on and you know there's no Time when you're fly fishing for thinking about all the troubles that woe your life. Do you have a cooler that floats, or do you go walk back to the shore for your for your beer to get? I've only been a couple of times, and I've
2: always been a shore drinker. A shore drinker. Yes. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Cool. Um, yeah, that's good stuff. So uh, we, we we had a great Broncos discussion and uh, earlier that, you, that you're not going to hear. No. Um, but <laughs> um, I, I I had asked I had asked you earlier about what you thought about the vibe, and you said that the, you know the defense. Um, was cocky they were, they were very sure of themselves um, do, you, do you, i mean we were talking off mic about you know how the how the patriots are favored all this but maybe the the stat the statisticians were saying maybe the broncos should be the winners how do you see it how do you see it going let's just let's just get right into the bronco tie we can circle back later but how do you see it going in your personal opinion do you just think it's going to just
3: be a, a bloodbath for the uh, for the broncos if you can get just a slight measure of more production out of the offense I think these guys got a chance. Not how, how, just many to win Sunday, to, how many but points? How many points does weeks. that translate to? How many points do the Broncos have to win? Twenty four. I think twenty four is the magic number. And and two years ago when they went to a Super Bowl and got mugged in New Jersey, they had uh, they didn't give up more than they only needed to score twenty four points during that run. And I I don't think that's going to be different. Not only this week, but the next in two weeks from after this Sunday in the Super Bowl. I think that this this defense is reminds me a great deal of the attitude and almost the arrogance of that Seattle locker room in New Jersey a couple of years ago. That were a completely fascinating locker room that the Hawks had. They just thought they were going to conquer the world, no matter if the best offense in the history of the NFL was going to come through. You've seen it now this week that these guys are talking, and they're chirping, and they don't think twice about it, you know. They they just – it doesn't matter who they're going to go against but you got to get a little bit more out of the offense cuz you know brady's going to score 20 points i mean absolutely holding him with with his guys back holding him below 20 points he's going to he's going to score dream.
2: 20 points with his smile alone Oh. When he cracks that smile, it's going to be like twenty points <laughs> going to go on the board, and they be like, "Oh man!" Don't well, get me started, John. I'm, I'm going to get you started. So t- he is a handsome hero. He's a handsome winner. He's and a dreamboat. He is a dreamboat. And I, you know, I think people. Um, I don't know if we covered this before we we're talking about, it, but like you know, people oh, how handsome he people, was. People, oh, we he yes, oh, yes, yes, was, but people hate on him, and it's like you know what? He's he's one of the greatest of all time, and uh, and being devilishly handsome is is you know that that just helps out.
0: Well, in it is. Long- and at this point in all fairness and as a Broncos fan I hate to say this but the the whole Peyton Manning Tom Brady debate is about in the same zone now as the Peyton Manning Brock Osweiler debate here in Denver it it really there's no teeth to that and even if even if Peyton Manning were to to win the AFC Championship game over Tom Brady advance to the Super Bowl and hoist the Lombardi trophy again he still doesn't have the cred to I- have that conversation.: I think anymore. you and I agree that we weren't exactly
2: Peyton Manning fans before he came here, and, and I mean I, I, I respected the guy, I think he, I think he's great, um, but I always thought Brady was better. And, and I just, and probably because, you know, it, Peyton was always beating up on the Broncos a lot. He generally won against the Broncos. But I always thought Brady was better. And I just kind of thought, ah, Peyton Manning's kind of just, you know, just seems kind of like this square dude with his mom jeans, his, you know, his, his jersey tucked into his, his dad jeans or whatever. And, um, Great quarterback, but I always thought Brady was better.
0: And see, I always thought the opposite. I always thought that Peyton Manning was better. Well, yes, and I'm wrong. I mean, right I up assertion- until right up until the time he signed with the Broncos, at which point the feeling I got after the celebration died down, after those first you know the crazy mayhem around his actually coming here, as things died down, I was kind of I started kind of going, ah, eh,
1: even that first eh, year with the greatest numbers a quarterback has ever. Put together after three neck operations, the guy can't feel his hands. You
0: know. Well, that first year, that was they went, they went zero and six to start the season, and then they played the Chargers and
1: Pew! No, 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 man. They the first year Manning was here. I think yeah, were two and
2: three is what yeah, it was. Yeah, no, I wasn't right? zero and six. Zero to six would have been jumping off bridges. Man. Well, get okay, So second, no, two the, and three, yeah, two yeah. and three is right. Okay, well, what, and then they, and then right, they the beat the Chargers the to go three and three, and,
0: thing, and they yeah, won they every game. But there, it was the
1: Baltimore out. year, which we all, all agree that that was their best year to win. They were fa- a fantastic team. That
2: That's year. if you if
1: you get time hop and you go back and look
2: through your tweets, and it goes around that. And so this time of year, couple maybe last week, it was around that time. Real bummed out tweets about that. It was very, very, very depressing. But <laughs> yeah. let, me, let me say this about, about that compared to now. Um, I have no expectations now.
0: And isn't that fascinating too yes this this I, to me is the topic right
2: now i w- i was absolutely shell-shocked when they lost that baltimore game because i think i had signed on and was like yeah this is it this is it and when they lost i just i remember just sitting there just kind of stunned and um you know it was horrible and then the super bowl one was just real was a bummer too but i remember the baltimore one being a little more you know a little more awful and then now I've just expected them to lose all year, yeah. and they just keep winning. So I'm like, well, if they keep it going, one on another well, week? I think,
3: too, that maybe we were programmed a little bit with the Super Bowl loss because we had seen that before, that that had happened. True. And, and we didn't you know, think that that was a possibility because they had been a juggernaut, basically. But we had seen that here before. We'd never seen the Jags game before. Oh, yeah. That yeah. had never happened. And so I felt like the Ravens game reminded me more of that, I remember we had a high school game the night after the Jags game, and it was like a a Morgan there. It was it was awful, and that was something that Denver had never experienced before. And I think the Ravens game brought a little bit of that back when your best player is Trenton Holiday, in a playoff game, <laughs> that left a little bit to be desired. Um, but you know, and that was a, yeah, that was a long drive home
0: for me from the Italians house. And I, I, (laughs) I will never forget it. I mean, it was, it was kind of an icy rain coming down at that time here in Denver. And it was just, it was a mournful, terrible experience. And I think you're right, John, we've kind of trained ourselves, especially when it comes to Peyton Manning in the playoffs to keep the expectations under wraps and just enjoy every win. And certainly after the first half. Against the Steelers, I was convinced this this run is about to come to an end. But as we discussed before the computer shut us down, the Broncos have kind of had had a horseshoe up their butts this year, and something seems to happen magically in the fourth quarter of every game. That lifts them up. Well, we're going to take
2: a break. We'll get back into that. I was going to say I have saved into my, my Twitter and my phone. I've got a draft that says uh, game over, season over, which I, I, I tweeted several times this year, and um, I've got it saved. I'm, I was ready to go uh, last Sunday, but I didn't, uh, I didn't need to do it. I waited and it didn't didn't come through. Before
1: we hit the break, uh, we were off mic uh, during our first segment that no one will ever hear as we're doing this again now. Uh, We talked about five thirty-eight and Nate Silver, right? So Nate Silver was this guy that worked for ESPN, Fantasy Uh Football, great analytics. He was the guy that's been predicting all these uh, political... um, uh, Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, I know the guy you're talking about. So so this
1: guy's incredible. The analytics are are crazy. This may give you a little bit more hope, a little bit more hope out there. Uh, the prediction right now... Up from, with hope, down with dope. <laughs> up with hope, for sure. The prediction right now, and I just looked this up. Uh, Carolina is favored to win the Super Bowl. of The four teams remaining with a 33% favorability. Denver, number two at 26%. Arizona, 22%. New England, 19%. And the favorability of Denver to beat New England this weekend. Denver, 59%. To New England, 41%. The great Nate
0: Silver, everybody,
1: and uh, and the odds are completely flipped. So I'm telling We're, everyone out there who can you know make it to Vegas, <laughs> all on red, red okay, being Broncos. Right, so uh, there, let's there's, some, there's uh, something to let's that. Get let's, the, uh, let's get into the let's get into the second quarter,
2: and um, I there's something to that. We can talk about that a little bit later. I got some uh, some theories about how this game's going to go, and we will get to that right after this.
0: everybody i'm talking about cast iron grates for your grill at home cook at home like the steakhouses that you'd love to frequent with real cast iron grates from man great.com ask reedy ask captain bronco ask anybody james hernandez all our buddies who've tried man great you will never go back Order them at mangrate.com using the promo code Denver or at SouthstandsDenver.com. Click on the Man great banner. They'll know who sent you. The South Stand sent you. questions. It's
3: the questions. Boy, it's the questions. It's the questions. Come
0: on. The questions. After suffering yet another playoff loss to Denver, did Ben Roethlisberger head to Eagle County to blow off a little steam? Does Big Bend love to unwind with some old Bill Cosby records? Have the Kansas City Chiefs defrauded more Midwesterners than a Nigerian prince? Did the Chiefs carefully select their team colors to easily conceal ketchup and mustard stains? Would Chiefs fans travel even better if the airlines had more seatbelt extenders? Do Titan fans consider the hiring of malarkey? Hogwash. When Eddie Lacy heard that the Patriots linebacker, Gerard Mayo, had been placed on IR, did it make him crave some mayo? Are this year's Denver Broncos only one convincing win away from having one convincing win? Will the Broncos' game plan against the Patriots be bore them to death? Does Chris Harris Jr. hit Rob Gronkowski in his knees because he's too short to hit him in the balls? Just in case, does Tom Brady deflate Gronk's balls before every game? Does Bill Belichick secretly love coming to Colorado because the high elevation makes the goats bleed out slower? Has the Broncos' rivalry with the Patriots reached the point where Elway may marry one of their cheerleaders? Were the Cleveland Cavaliers honoring Dr. Martin Luther King last night when they got killed? <laughs> you have questions. We have answers. Southstancedenver.com, Colorado's finest internet sports talk since 1977. The, the
3: best
0: version. I've been known to jam good with Will and
2: Gilly. What a version.
0: What a version.
1: I love this, but man. This is my favorite. Oh, bad it's bad bad. so good. Yeah, 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 it's good. yeah. As we were discussing off mic, I, I I can't stop listening to Bowie. Like, I just can't stop. I, I don't, and it happens, right, when you're mourning a great artist like Bowie. So, uh, so for this fun uh, fan cast, I'm going to be playing some covers of Bowie. And this is, of course, Bauhaus. And those who wore uh, eyeliner and lipstick in high school, like Colin, would know that. Yes, yes. And uh, yeah, this is probably my favorite version of. Uh, yes, this song. good
0: old Peter Murphy. Uh, the the best the gothiest of the goth guys yeah
1: pretty much yeah him and uh david j I, uh, Be-
0: I think i think bella Legosi's dead pretty well um pretty, pretty well clenched
2: Good fun I, I just want to look that over because i, I something jarred my 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 memory and i was just trying to trying to remember but <laughs> was it the Belichick goats thing?
1: Nah,
0: That's the one that got me for that. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah w- wouldn't it bleed faster in higher altitude? No, the no, blood no,
0: is because thinner? there's less external pressure on oh, okay. the blood vessels, got got so it. they they bleed out more slowly. Well, don't you, don't you don't you want the
2: goat's blood to come out in a big gush and a thing, so you can then you can pour it over the virgin's
0: breasts? No, you want to because it depends. I mean, Bill wants to slow that in, that experience down. He likes to savor it. I, I get yeah. that. Yeah, this I took understand. a turn. Yeah, that's that's not surprising.
2: (laughs) If if you're if you're if you're you're keen to what goes on here, it's not surprising at all. So, um, uh, you know, I was thinking real quick, the 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 war words has escalated. And now I I guess unless it was fake, uh, Rob Gronkowski would mention that the. That the Broncos players like to uh, perform fellatio, I believe. Is, the, is yeah, I'm just cleaning it up a little bit, but um, yeah, he said they like to blow guys, blow low or, yeah, or something. I'm like, like. But I'm like, I'm like, you know, that I
0: I I I, I want to say that to a lot of people, but I kind of hold back. Well, what cracks me up to you is people on Twitter being like, you know, especially like sportscasters and stuff. Oh, real mature. Yeah, oh, cares? shut up. <laughs> Who cares? It's Twitter. Yeah, it's that's, this is the this is the genre where that is absolutely appropriate behavior. Yeah, if you're outraged that by that, podcasting. come on. Yeah, exactly. So
2: if you're outraged by that, then come on. You gotta you gotta get a little bit of a grip. I mean, I, I, the only thing I'm I just can, waiting
0: for Jeffrey Morton to respond. <laughs> he's he so will, upset. He's so wait, upset.
2: He's, he's crafting it's a coming a response. out of his skin. Yeah, he's yeah.
0: crafting a response. He's gonna shoot the, a video.
2: The, the only thing I can think of is that if that was my player, I would be like. I'd be like, hey, dude. Don't throw any gas on the wow, fire. It's
0: not like the Broncos haven't done their fair share already. Yeah, but, you know. Got I Malik mean, Jackson so. on Pro Football Talk Live talking about I'm talking about how Tom Brady's a crybaby. He is, you know. Yeah, and you got Chris Harris talking about how he wants to go after Gronk's knees. Well, oh, that's how you tackle the you guy. Know, you got to go low because otherwise you can't tackle him high. He's and just too you know, big. Let's so. face it. If they hurt him in the first quarter, nobody would be too bummed out around I, here. I, I, hey, listen,
2: and I think we all agree. I, I think he's great. And I, and I if he wasn't playing the Broncos, I, I love watching him catch. Catch touchdowns oh he's the best yeah he's yeah. awesome i think he's fantastic and i i think he seems like he has a good he's he's got he's a good spirit like you know he's not like a uh, i mean he might be a, he might be a fist pumping uh douchebag he's on the a, weekends he's a douchebag yeah, spirit, but, sure. but he seems like he's that's got a good a, he spirit.
3: seems like
0: he's he's probably an all right he's dude, a good you know? natured douchebag yeah, though i mean a fun I mean, go lucky guy he yeah you, you feel like he's the kind of guy who can make it rain and not stab somebody in the parking lot afterwards that's all
2: you want that's yeah, all exactly. you want
0: you know i mean that's all that's all we're asking of people you know but is that is that just is our perception of gronk just the fact that we're white males and so is he otherwise i mean if you were an african-american gentleman would we see him differently uh it's a good
2: point because i always get that thing uh you know with with you know with cam newton everyone's always like you know you either love cam newton or you're like oh i just said he's just dancing and he's you know he's celebrating and
0: jiving out
2: (laughs) there yeah and it's like it's like is that i mean and You know, you look at it and you're like, you know, the guy's having a good time when he was running around and he pulled that banner down and he was just like pumping people up. I would do the same thing. I would do the same exact thing he, he did. And I don't see anything wrong with it. And you saw when they were scoring touchdowns, somebody would grab that ball and they'd give it to a kid and you'd see the happy kid in the stands. That's great entertainment, and that's what it's all about.
0: Let me ask you this, though. Okay, while we're on the subject, and and I don't want to belabor it, but let's touch on it. Okay, we we all remember uh, Rush Limbaugh's famous comments years ago about a black quarterback. And I want to ask you in all sincerity, when you're watching National Football League games, do you perceive a black quarterback differently? And do you perceive the behavior of a Cam Newton maybe perhaps somewhat differently than you would if he were a white player?
2: I, I guess I don't, see, I don't see him. I mean, of course you see a visual difference, but I don't, and this is me, I just,
0: it, really, it doesn't really register, you know? Um, I only ask because I know there's a perception that Cam's behavior is, is perceived a certain way by the white population because they're racist. No. Because they, they expect a different, a different, a quarterback to act a certain way. And he acts more like an excited white receiver than he does a quarterback. I guess when you see Cam Newton,
2: you see a, a, a large black man playing quarterback, you automatically think he's, well he's, he's, he's going <laughs> to run. He's going to run. He's a runner. Blah, blah, blah. He's not the... He's the mobile He's mobile. He's he's mobile. Um, and well-spoken. But <laughs> well-spoken is very, very key. <laughs> but um, I guess you don't... Um, people who get bummed out by that just haven't quite registered that maybe the world has changed yet, and the world is is constantly changing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, I think I can follow and, your vibe. And I think that maybe they're not racist. They just haven't quite grasped that they're they're looking at the future, and they haven't quite come to terms with that. Paul, sorry, we've just been we've just been yammering on. Um, do, I don't mind. Do you do you hate uh, Cam Newton's crazy
3: <laughs> antics? I don't I think winning is the is what changes perceptions in a lot of ways. If he wasn't winning at the rate that he is, Absolutely. he'd probably have more criticism well, than he, he already has. I think that's what shapes our perception of guys. I mean Gronk is Gronk is entirely unstoppable. There is nothing uh, that you can do with him. Absolutely nothing. And I felt that way about Antonio Brown a couple of weeks ago. That I thought he was the best offensive player the Broncos have faced in three years. That dude that dude is unbelievable because he's doing it against an all-pro corner and just shredding him. He schooled him. Yeah, he did, and we haven't seen that done against Chris Harris. I, I what I like about Gronk, is it doesn't seem to be fake with him because he acts the same way uh, when he's out with beautiful Brady at the club as beautiful. he does on the <laughs> as he does on the field. You know, there, there's not a lot of fake there. I, he's a real guy, and I would, or at least I'm, that's my perception. I don't know him personally. Wish I did. I have a couple of beers with him. Oh, yeah, you would. But Brady, too. And a couple of ladies. I
0: would have a feeling you could not have a beer with Rob Gronkowski and not have a couple of ladies at the table.
3: I might help him out. The best thing
0: about being with beautiful Brady and hanging with
2: him is that he's already taken, so Mm -hmm. all the ladies... You'd have first crack at because he'd be right. like, "Sorry, ladies, I'm taking." But here's my friend Paul. You're he, screwed with Gronk because he's taking. Oh them all. yeah, he's taking. No he's experience. picking them all up under
3: his arms and carrying them off right. to his love. That's mask. all I think we ask of these guys. It's like this war of words that we're talking about with Antonio Smith and Brandon Marshall and Malik Jackson. They backed it up. You know that's how good they've been. That they feel that they're at the level where they can say something, and I don't think it's fake. That's really how they feel. I wish more guys were like that.
2: Yeah, I, I can dig it. Um, yeah, I just think people, you know, I, you you mentioned the the winning, and that's very important because I remember a couple years ago, it might have been that first, it might have been that first season with Manning, and um, and he threw like whatever three four picks, and they're getting they're getting housed right, and Von Miller's out there dancing, and I was just like, why is he dancing? I was like, that's just such bullshit, and and people got all over me because they're like. Oh, dude, you just don't understand. I'm like, I don't care who it is. You're losing. You're getting you're getting crushed and you're out there dancing. There's no reason to dance. If, when when he when he uh, when they got that sack and they and they in Ross caught for the ball. He went and danced in the end zone. Dance away, my man, because you know what? You just salted yeah. the game away. Yeah,
1: if you're down three touchdowns with don't, five minutes to dance. go in the fourth quarter, don't dance. There there was, dance. Don't Although dance. Brandon,
0: Brandon Perna pointed out an interesting thing today on his little podcast thingy. You should look for it. That's good Broncos. Mm. Um, Vaughn actually, it was debatable whether or not Ba- big Ben had fumbled the ball on that play and Vaughn dropped the ball at the one yard line he never crossed into he, yeah, the end he zone. yeah he did yeah because I think they they were now they had the blown it dead and so it ended up being inconsequential but if you're Vaughn Miller in that situation you're not counting on it being inconsequential he's been make practicing
3: that dance more than anything else that's happened at Dove Valley <laughs> he has been working on that constantly the during the warm-ups the other day I watched I watched that guy for 15 minutes, and I think he did it three different times, wow. just to show at three different guys what he was working on. Wow, and I like that about him. You know, he's got a chicken farm. Uh, I think he could. I think Th- there, he was could point, there was a concentrate on plane. There was a point but... in the and and I don't mean this in a he's got a chicken farm negative way with with Emmanuel Sanders, who I think has flown way into the radar. I mean, this for guy years. has been a revelation the last couple of years. He is so good. But the, the only thing he's done and since he's been in Denver, it was in the Colts game in Indianapolis, and they were down big in that first half, and he caught the touchdown. And there was a little bit of hot dog and showboat and whatever. And I was thinking, Yeah, I don't know if you need to do that necessarily right now. And I, I think it's a good point that you're if you're in a spot like Vaughn was the other day, dance away, man. Oh, yeah, because you know Absolutely. what? Yeah, you just punched your ticket. And so you're down not? in the south stands in front of – uh, front of that crew and it was perfect for him he got to do his dance he especially his dance. at home too that atlanta
2: game it was in atlanta and there <laughs> he is right, there he is right. like no 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 and that's the thing so can come back to cam newton you know he's doing his thing he's doing his superman he's he's you know uh he's he's doing the the dab which is like a weed reference yeah, right yeah, it <laughs> is yeah, yeah. And, so, uh, which is which is hilarious it's, that, it's an
1: extra yeah you got by dabs at the dispenser year, and if i'm uh, someone told me, John. Uh, yes, uh, Someone, yes, someone told me uh, that it's very highly concentrated uh, weed, and you you have to light it from the and bottom, it you, and, and it makes you calm, makes you really what... super, yeah, super hot. So that's yeah. why
2: America has been taken over by basically when someone does a big bong hit. That's essentially what they're doing. Right, so right. there was a couple
3: him. years ago when these guys played at Carolina, and Vaughn got to him, I think three oh, yeah, or yeah. four times, yeah. and did the Superman, did the Superman. In, Superman. in Carolina, yep. which kind of set off his. His dance routine. Well,
2: uh, I'm sure he won't forget that if they meet. You know what I've goal. noticed
1: a lot of, as far as uh, dancing goes, it seems like whenever there's a first down, they people dance. They really want to show they got a first down. There's a bunch of dancing going on, and that seems somewhat well, new. Even do you, do even uh,
0: even the coaches do it.
1: If it's a big first down, don't you? If you if you it doesn't if matter. You, if, if, you get if Cody a Latimer one. catches a first down. It's guaranteed he is doing yeah, the big old should. tomahawk. Well, he doesn't. Down. He doesn't catch many first downs. So let's just be clear.
2: But I think if it's big, go ahead, point, whatever. But then, like in that game on Sunday, they w- they, a made a first a couple, down. they made you know, a couple. A they made a couple stops. They made a stack. couple stops, but the game wasn't over, and they were they were everyone was starting to celebrate. And I was like. Anyway, that's the old white guy in me. I maybe it I is, you know. Stop, but
3: dude, you no, I, I it, but again,
2: as 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 our guest has has agreed, if you're if you've just won the game and things are looking good, go Start spinning in a circle like the Three Stooges. I don't care what you do. <laughs> woo, 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 woo. Do whatever you want, but <laughs> that just would be awesome. yeah, just do, just do whatever
0: you want at that point, because then you know what—that's going to get the home crowd whipped up. It's going to be great. So, well, um, speaking of home crowds being whipped up, I, the the home crowd was booing the Broncos in the first half of that game against Pittsburgh, and I think it's happened a lot. We've heard a lot of booing at at Mile High this year, and I just I I, I, I wonder if this isn't the most the most. And, in the in the uh, non-existent first quarter that we recorded earlier that has now gone away, which included Scott's brilliant World War II observation, oh, yeah, we yeah. talked about we talked about how yes. uh, we talked about how the the Broncos are just always pulling something out in the fourth quarter and and uh, they 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 just it seems like they're incredibly lucky and they play this this kind of style of a football game that as an n f l fan is 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 a boring to watch, and b is just taxing emotionally it is yeah and, and i'm just i just don 't know if i 'm prepared for another one if much less two of these kinds of games and i said we we on on his podcast this week, Bill Simmons talked about how wow, I mean who wants to see the Broncos play the the Carolina Panthers in the Super Bowl and I made the same tweet during the first half of this week's Denver Broncos game who wants to watch these guys play the Panthers is Paul is this Broncos defense truly good enough to stand up against the best offenses in the NFL well
3: (laughs) first I don't think the first half matters we talked about that earlier I think you can go fishing or play hit a, a couple of range balls if you want until halftime If they lose, the first half didn't matter. The Raiders game here, they kicked a bunch of field goals. Raiders came back. If they win, like in the Chargers game or the Steelers this past week, first half really didn't matter. It's all about the third and fourth quarter. Is it good enough? I think it is if you get past beautiful Brady because the two offenses on the other side, Arizona would be a problem. Carolina, I think they're the best team in the NFL, but I don't think it's a terrible matchup for the Broncos. And when those lines came out, the Super Bowl bet- betting lines came out today, I think it was like three and a half against for each that Carolina or Arizona would be favored against the Broncos by three and a half points. It's not that big a deal. I mean, they were 10 point underdogs against the Packers back in 97, double digit underdogs at least. This is the game to me. And I know that whoever comes out of the NFC. That's really interesting to hear you say that. No, I think think he's on to something. I think that's right. Yeah, I I think this is the game. And there are enough guys left from that Super Bowl team a couple of years ago that I don't see something like that. Obviously, 43-8 is not going to happen again. But something like that when they are so utterly unprepared for an NFC team like they were, I don't see that happening again. I think this Patriots game actually decides – who wins the Super Bowl? Oh I my think God! the Broncos get you there. heard it here, everybody. Paul Clee
0: first, yeah. He covers the team. So I'm a big so camp fan. So I'm a big fan. To, so to reiterate fan what too. you just said, if the Broncos beat the Patriots, you think they win the Super Bowl? I do. I wow. really do.
2: That's awesome. I huh? just got the chills. I on got that, a little tingle. Yeah, that was awesome. That man. was me scratching t- your back. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> what it was. Yeah. Uh, that's great, and uh, I l- I like to hear that stuff. So, uh, hey, let's get into the second uh, the second half. I got I got. Re- you brought up a point about about booing, and I want to talk about fans, and I want to tie it into the Nuggets, and I want to tie it into Stupid sports fans. fans in general.
1: Um, so let's get into the second half. But before we do, do either does anyone here know this band or the song? Sounds like The Cure. Very good. You know the song? Oh, I heard.
2: I, yeah, because I heard the "do to do" and it sounded like Robert Smith.
1: Right. Yeah, so it's young Americans, you're doing young Americans.
2: Good, I'm good. Take a break. We'll be right back. It's
0: time is right around the corner, which means that right now is the time to get in to Sportique Scooters to take advantage of winter deals on genuine scooters like the Buddy 50 and the Roughhouse House and Kimco's like the Super 850 and 150. The best scooters on the planet are at Sportique Scooters. Head in to their new store at 160 South Broadway and take a test ride. Sportique is where scooters come from. <laughs>
2: That's our thing. We've done that forever. We've done that ever since we've done this this show. Never um, gets old. Well, I'm saying like you're now, saying it gets old. Well, I'm just saying now like people yelling sports is kind of like it's oh, kind, yeah. of it kind of got ubiquitous. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of a thing people do. So I'm wondering maybe maybe needs to be
1: retired.
0: Porn. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> I love sports. Porn! You
1: can't take you can't take sports away
2: from I, you John. know you, you can't, can't do that.
0: Take take. Pride my sports happen. from my cold, dead hands, Scott says. Right. So, just a thought. You know, you speaking know? of just a thought, it occurred to me before the Broncos played the Steelers, I was like, wow, the Broncos season could be over. Like, like next week, we could be trying to do a podcast. Well just doing a post-mortem, and i'm so grateful <laughs> yes. especially after that first half that there's no postmortem yes, to be, be done be, you should be grateful and
2: that's why i was like i was pushing to do one this week because i was like we got to get this we got to keep it going because this could be it and we want to get another show in a, a hopeful show before you know something bad could happen
1: hey, you know uh, broncos won by a touchdown right I guess.
2: Luckily, Car- Car- luckily
0: the Steelers were fav- were seven and a half point underdogs. Yeah, yeah, that really scared me. But Carolina won by uh, a
1: touchdown, right? 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 Um, Arizona won by a touchdown, minus the one point conversion. Uh, everyone won by a touchdown. New England won by a touchdown. So why are we complaining about the Denver Broncos who won by a touchdown? And why is everyone so down on these Denver Broncos? I, I, and, why, me- and why? And why? May I ask? Is uh, out of all the teams that won by a touchdown, why is it only Mile High Stadium? Where uh, the fans are booing. Well, uh, hold on. Scott's high
2: on Percocet and beer, so he's 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 <laughs> yeah. he's, he's yelling. Um, it's good, Scott. It's a good. It's it's good for you. It's a good look for you. It's a good look. It's um, it. This is the thing that happened this week, Paul. And I don't know if you were were we were probably privy to it. Fans were either like Boo! elated or there. They were booing, but people were like freaking out and like really upset. And like a lot of people, like uh, Andrew Mason was was fighting with people saying. You know, you just want a playoff game. What's, you know, what's up? The, the, the fan attitude of, and I think we've all, we've all agreed, hey, let's enjoy this. Let's, let's, let's get behind this. Um, it, it really is puzzling that somebody could just be upset by that. I see everything wrong with it. All those field goals. It's, 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 I don't want to look, I don't even want to think about it because it's, it's, it's a, it's a travesty, but. I can forget that because it was a win,
0: right? Oh no! I sat there after the game and I, I in my and I just sunk down into my chair and I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe they won!" <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, that's and that's how my respo- That's that's how I felt so many weeks this year. Like, I can't believe they won. What? the forty-five to seven days are long since but, over.
2: But they won, and usually the kind of this season, I've gone like, "Yeah, they won," but but it, it was. Uh, I'm still was, doing was, that. I'm mean, true, but. but now I'm kind of like, well. We're we're locked in a groove now, and they won, but they can win again, and that's that's kind of where I'm at. And but are me, you glad they're underdogs at home? Absolutely, it's great. Yeah, because as we talked about, that defense, the defense is nasty. Those guys are going to be pissed off about that, and they're going to want they're going to they, want to sock it to them. They need
1: a chip on their shoulder. They absolutely. need it. this team absolutely. Need
2: I'm it. worried about the handsome hero. Well, well, gorgeous. everyone's now looking to the sky dream dreamy and, and that's Tom one brady. reason
0: that i wonder if we shouldn't be starting osweiler because god knows he's far more handsome than manning so you want to handsome off this is like they're gonna handsome handsome, I, I, on I, handsome. I, it, every little bit helps every little bit helps if he can stand there and 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 compete for the the attention of the lady fans as much as brady
1: but peyton has got that weather girl thing going
0: True. True. I know who Kathy Saban the, will be rooting for. The, the Weather Girls, it's Raining Men. Is that what you're talking about? Do you have that? Can we listen to that? Little Rainy Men. It's Raining Men's Tom Brady. If I could Paul. learn tomorrow that one that among Peyton Manning's conquests he could list Kathy Saban. Mm. I would I would feel much better about that. You'd get down and get down on a knee and, and, and swear fealty to him I would T boat to I,
2: him. I'm pretty
1: sure Kathy is a one quarterback man. Listen. Paul, when you see the fans
2: booing, when you see the fans reacting in kind of irrational ways. Obviously it's it's fan behavior. We've seen it all the time. Uh, do, you, do you do you feel it's a little like is it is it a bit much? Do you think people should just shut up and enjoy it or do you think
3: you think um, there's something to it? I think because I go to so many Nuggets games, I think the apathy is a lot worse. Oh, and, Well, yeah. let- so if if they didn't if it didn't bother them, that's probably worse, but you had to i wondered going into this season how Mile High was going to react to a team that leans so heavily on its defense because it's not how denver is programmed no. it we're we're accustomed to forty five to seven like you were saying the best teams that that the Broncos have had have been offensive juggernauts i mean the super Bowl teams it was the best offensive line you know other than the cowboys that i've I've seen. I mean, they just steamrolled people with those five guys. So this isn't uh, this isn't a football community that gravitates toward defense because it it really hasn't been there for any length of time. This is very different, I think, than what we're used to. So that kind of makes sense. I thought the other day a playoff game. You know, I, I, maybe my only issue with it is seventeen games in. You got to know this is how it works. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Why, why is this a surprise? Yeah, and
3: and and I, and I get it. I mean, we got used to those big scores, but it's going to happen again Sunday. It's going to be five minutes left, and it's whoever has the ball is going to win. I mean, I really do believe that. If if beautiful Brady has the ball with five minutes left. <laughs> In big trouble you know if you go I'm over just to gonna
2: follow i'm just gonna yeah. fall over on the floor and pass out and well on the <laughs> other hand I,
3: on the other
0: hand i wonder how much time peyton manning has spent thinking about what the possibilities hold for him in this in this opportunity and let's face it nobody's certain that his career will be over at the end of the season a lot of people speculate that he'll play for houston or whatever other team in the probably in the afc but the, the idea that he has gotten this close. I mean, he is two games away. He's he two games away from that second ring that could kind of cement his legacy. And I would have to think that for him, the pressure is astronomical i mean it, just it's it just immense and, and people get upset and this is when when
2: the when the broncos uh won their first super bowl and everyone's kind of bummed out like oh man they're going back again it's gonna be they're gonna lose at this point now i'm like hey you made it to the super bowl that's that's awesome that's yeah. that's quite yeah. an achievement and i know Peyton Manning's won one and he's been to what three, right? Yeah. He's been three. And that that has got to be probably personally a, a drag. But the fact that he's made it back, the fact the Broncos, if they could make it back there, that is stunning. That's that's an amazing feat. I mean, he's
0: only one win
2: away from making his playoff record 500. That's it's really good. Boy, let me let me talk to you about, about about fan stuff and about the Nuggets and I tried to I tried to convince Nate Krekman, who sat right here last week that Mike Malone was way out of line with his uh, with his comments about the fans. He's not wrong, Mike Malone. He's wrong. The fans are apathetic about the Nuggets, but if the Nuggets were good, the fans would come back and support the team, they have in the past. So and he he backtracked a little bit. I said he backpedaled better than Champ Bailey on that one. And he said, "Oh, well, we got to be better," and this and that. True. So it it just seems kind of odd that he would he would drag the fans into it when we know they're
3: not going to show up and support the
2: team when they suck. Nate Nate wasn't having any of that.
3: Well, I think that that's that's somewhere that I I think that personally I almost take offense to. Except I don't really take offense to anything, and <laughs> the, it's that the idea that Nuggets fans don't care and they've never cared well that's just not true yeah. in 12 13 you were 14th in attendance in the nba and the teams directly ahead of you were the celtics the spurs and the thunder and those are teams that anytime you're in their company and the celtics are starting to come back but you know fans are going to the garden and they're going to watch that team The nuggets fans did support the team yeah absolutely what, what happened was when you have what this, happened was they fired George Carl when you have a grand departure from a winning program, and I, I, I do get a little fired up about this because that was the perfect team for Denver, Colorado. It was so good, it was so fun. They played fast. George was a great personality to work with. He loved it here. he still lives here to to disband that winning operation, I think hit a lot of my friends hard, and, and when we get together to drink too many beers. They want to talk about the Nuggets. They don't ask about what's Peyton up to, what did he have for breakfast. They want to know what's the next move, who are they going to draft, why are they playing People like this? People care about it. They do care about it, and and that I think is something that is forgotten and has been forgotten in the losing. But damn, I missed that team. Well, Jeff Morton. So take... Hold
2: on, wait. Jeff Morton is wearing a yellow and blue speedo right now. <laughs> I I know he is. He's he's a super fan. And this is what offended me is he he kind of was like he really liked it because he thought. Ah, you know the the, the coach is taking to the fans because he wants fans to be there. He wants them to support the team. I just thought it was I just thought it was kind of a – well, it, it was is, an odd hey, tack. It,
3: it was ballsy on his part because I can't imagine that the that his superiors, the guys uh, uh, up in the penthouse suite, like the head coach talking about no, that. No, no, and damn. so that no, tells don't. me that Michael Malone knows he's going to be here for a while. That he has he has a long leash. That's because I mean, this is crazy, guys. I asked him, what do you remember about the Warriors series? Because he was on the Golden State sideline. What do you remember that you were able to do that was effective, that allowed the six seed to beat the third three seed? And he said, well, I remember the fan support here yeah, wasn't I very good. Quote. And he turned it to make it part of the agenda that he clearly has Tells me Michael Malone knows he's not going anywhere. That this losing is not or, going or, to impact. Or
2: is it? I don't care, and I'm going to say whatever I he's want. He's kind
3: of a badass. I like Malone. I
0: well, I like you. Malone too, but I want to take the Carl thing one step further and ask you this: Had that? He's wearing a George Carl speedo right now. I am a He, I am, he can't Undeniably, let it go. I'm a George Carl guy. I, I freely admit it. I, I I I want to ask you this, Paul: Had. The Nuggets not changed horses midstream after a decade in the playoffs. Um, And the Coach of the Year awarded that very year. Um, The fact that the LA Lakers and the Houston Rockets and other Western Conference teams that were very, very strong at the time have shown some weakness and shown the opportunity to to be overtaken over the last couple of seasons... Was it a mistake for the Nuggets to move on from Carl? And had they not, and with the new reality in the NBA that it really doesn't matter what city you play in, you can be an international superstar, did the Nuggets whiff on their chance to be in the upper echelon of the Western Conference?
3: I thought they were one shooter away from playing in an NBA Finals. I, I really I did. Felt, felt the same way. They needed a shooter. That's how George feels, too. He felt they needed a Mike Miller, somebody like that, that you could just... Mike, you're not allowed to come inside the three-point line. You stand right out there. You'll be a really good Gus Macker player because you're just going to put it up every time and you're not going to miss. That's what he felt that they were one guy away that could hit threes that would make them go from a three seed to a one seed that can actually win it. And they, I thought, and they stripped. I all will that never. Away? I, I I just I'll never be able to come to grips with that the Nuggets were that close. I thought. Mellow's oh eight oh nine season was the best nuggets team that I've ever seen. I think Mel is the best player to ever play for the Nuggets, and I thought twelve thirteen in terms of entertainment, I don't think you can beat it the The issue that I had, and i I know that that Josh Cronkey and they're not happy about when I write and say these things, I thought it was a move of arrogance that they thought they knew better than a guy that's in the Hall of Fame or is going to be in the Hall of Fame I can't remember if he's in the Hall of Fame, whatever that they knew how to build a championship team better than he did. And if you're a, a, a college walk-on, doesn't qualify you to be someone who makes that decision. And they've taken 10 steps back now. I do think they're heading in the right direction. I love that Tim Conley got a contract extension. If you're going to draft three consecutive guys that are 19 years old, 20 years old, and 21 years old, You've got to let that guy see it through, and that's what Tim did. So they are heading in a promising direction, but, man, that team was fun. And I I, I miss watching action ball over there. It was a blast.
2: Yes, it was – but but you say they're going in the right direction, and that and that's a good thing. As long as a team, and this is coming but back But that's to, after five years of not going in yeah, the right I direction, this, which was a bad coming, coming back to the Broncos, you want to know a team's at least going to compete or is going to compete soon. And if they're not, then there's no bit, there's no reason to pay attention to it, which probably describes another team in town— um, that we won't mention for another couple of months because they're they're not uh, they're in the news a little bit. Party Power, deck, party, the, deck, the, party the Cal- deck, the Colorado Rockies. Which, by the way, we're going to go to the party deck to go see the hockey oh, game, right? Yeah yeah yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. On the uh, on the party deck. At the so, party so deck. which one are we going
0: to? Are we going to the? Well, here's the deal. <laughs> yeah, Let me ask we, Paul what gonna... he thinks.
2: Um, so, we, you have to buy the for the for the outdoor game. You have to buy you had to buy two sets of tickets. Okay, and so you get the alumni game and then you get the regular game
3: um the, that alumni look, game looks awesome what do you think the way? hotter ticket's going to be when's the ducc game
2: that is i believe before the alumni game i think
3: i would do the i would do the du game and then i would do the alumni game if you can squeeze those you together think so? i do i think that weekend's going to be a blast well here's but the, i would go to see the ducc well i game think first. the
2: deal is is the that alumni game is on Friday, yeah. and and then the the other game is on Saturday. I don't know when they're playing it, but do you really want to be outside on a Friday night in February at Coors Field? On the party
1: deck, of course you do, John. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah.
2: There's enough maybe enough whiskey in the world can do that. But let me let
0: me figure out what people want to buy because I'm going to sell one set of them. Is what I'm getting at. Uh, my guess is the alumni game proves to be the hotter ticket. In you Denver. you think so? That that that's my feeling. And when I asked my wife, I posed the same question to my wife okay. after. The i think we talked about this two shows ago i posed the same question she said who's in the alumni game and i read the list and all she, the guys she's like oh oh, oh oh that's the ticket. that's the so? ticket yeah okay well that, that i'm gonna think
2: about it once i get him because i want to sell one set to pay for the one set and then have a, maybe maybe a few shekels left over to buy a couple shots of whiskey you which, know
3: what i'm saying which era was better was it the broncos super bowl teams or was it the avalanches Stanley Cup. Oh, Oh. wow. The Broncos. I think the the Broncos. Yeah, the Broncos for
2: sure. Um, that was more of a I think because the abs were were so new it was great and it was fantastic although 2001 was pretty epic the lasted longer yeah last 2001 was a was better stamina yeah it was, a pretty, it was a pretty good championship I remember being very moved by that one um, as opposed to the 96 one because uh, it just was so fresh but um,
1: well we didn't deserve it so it was a Nordiques yeah, 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 so 2001
2: we deserve, deserve yeah. so yeah. Uh, let's get into the fourth quarter we'll bring it on home uh, right. I've,
1: got, I've got another song here. I, I'm, I'm hoping maybe you guys This is a Bowie Bowie covering somebody else Now can you uh Who can get this one first here You guys ready for it? Sit on
3: here Wishing on a cement floor Just wishing that I had
2: Just something yeah. <laughs> yeah, there it <there>. is <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Got yeah, it Good yeah. job, John. It Took
0: me a second All right, I'll be, be right go. back on, When I go lonely, Will you take off the dress And set it down? your kiss and then I miss your 5280 Shirt Shop is the friend of the fans and the friend of the fan cast. And don't forget to follow the Friends of Mile High at Twitter. Big tailgate coming up for the AFC Championship game. We got the Friends of Mile High. You got 5280 Shirt Shop. James sons Hernandez of Mile and High. F- the sons sons of, My- of Mile High. Yeah, there you go. Them too. Both of them. <laughs> Friends of Mile High, Sons of Mile High, all of the above. 5280 Shirt Shop. Original sponsor of the friend of the FanCast, friend of the fans, friend of the FanCast.
2: Oh yeah! Oh wait.
0: Oh yeah! yeah. I
2: was like, the Bowie song?" Oh, I know what song this is. Yeah. Let's spend some time together.
1: Famously when the when the stones performed this
2: song, it's all Let's Spend some time. Let's spend some time
0: together. Not tonight. Time. time. Let's spend some time together. Let's
1: Here
2: go.
0: Go. Let We all spent some time. Uh, didn't oh. it, Sullivan also ask the doors to say um uh that yeah, I Who? can't remember. Who? The Doors. There was another. Oh, he said. Uh, um, you mean you mean the second most
1: overrated uh, band of the sixties and seventies? How dare 70s? you! Uh, I love the, Doors. Uh, the most overrated was the Eagles.
3: Ah, oh, how dare uh, you! Uh, Glenn Frey
2: is not even uh, not even
1: cold yet, and you're you're dissing the Eagles. Uh, the Eagles uh, are great.
2: You gotta love. You gotta like the Eagles.
1: Um, he Typically, had- John, people who love the Eagles, their favorite album is called Greatest Hits. Uh,
2: yeah, well, that, it's no, like it with is. Bob Marley. Everyone
0: loves it. Oh,
2: yeah, I love Legend. It's my favorite Bob Marley oh, album. It's oh, really? Fantastic. Okay. Yeah. No,
0: the Eagles' Greatest Hits is their best album. Um, it yeah. is. <laughs> Listen, our, our 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 friend, our
2: mutual friend, Jason Heller. He wrote a really good thing on the Eagles, and and it's it's very. Did he tear them apart? No, no.
0: He's why you should think the Eagles are great. Oh, good. Yeah, thank so. you, Jason, because I agree. I happen to be a huge Eagles lover, especially when I'm driving cross country. They are my favorite band to listen to when I'm driving.
1: You know, whenever I go to the Mexican restaurant um, El Dorado, I, I sing it in the, the song of Desperado. El
0: Dorado. Yeah. Oh, why don't, don't you order the tacos? No, why does your food <laughs> taste so great? I got a whole song what did it.
2: the What did he make the doors change?
1: Um,
0: oh, He God. made the doors and not
1: get higher or something. Oh, like yeah,
0: that. yeah, 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 yeah. M- better. I, I, he changed I, higher you know, to better. I only
1: remember this from the Oliver Stone movie.
0: No, but it actually happened. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, um uh in hello i love you you see he made him change mm-hmm. higher to better.
2: Oh, that's really. Yeah. yeah. I mean what, what a time we live in now where people can just do whatever. You can show your you butthole on, you can on say, YouTube. Yeah, exactly. You can say <laughs> fart words yeah, on TV, yeah, saw, you, and you, you can say YouTube, fuck on the podcast. What's that? You
3: saw my YouTube, didn't you? <laughs> I
2: did. I, was, I, didn't want to, I didn't want to directly reference it, but uh, yeah, yes, I did. So. Oh,
0: speaking of YouTubes, uh, I watched the YouTube today, uh, the casting script of the new... Uh, sideline reporter there at Altitude Sports Entertainment. Her name's oh, Allie. Boy. Hold on. Her name's Allie, it's, and uh, she came to us from the Padres. I'm going to sit this one out. I'm, yeah. very, <laughs> I'm very excited. Um, I think she's going to be great. She's no Kavnar. Mind you, she's no Jenny Cavanaugh. Oh,
2: okay. I know you're you're a big Cavanaugh supporter, so, well, um, supporter. Well, I am
0: a huge Cavanaugh supporter. Well,
1: an enthusiast, if you will. If en- you
2: yes. uh, if you're giving your seal of approval to her, I, I'm, I'm sure she's great. So. Yes,
0: Allie. I can't remember her last name right McBeal. off the top of my head. Allie McBeal. She's the new sideline reporter for Altitude Allie McBeal. All
2: right, I'm gonna kill the Periscope and get back to the show. So you <laughs> you wankers need to actually download it and uh, and get the rest. So see you. Later. I've still
0: never done Periscope. Paul, have you done Periscope? It's
3: too smart for me. I'm gonna <laughs> leave that up to Reedy. Well,
2: guys, look at right here. Does this, <laughs>
1: this look smart
3: to you? I yeah, I'm pretty sure you just pressed a button. Yeah, <laughs> you just push a
2: button. I don't think it's it's really anything. So uh, speaking
1: um, of pressing a button, have you guys uh there's a TurboTax commercial? Have you seen this one? Oh, I love the it. Guy, yeah, the guy yeah. Those, those are there. good. There's a couple it, of them. Now you press
0: the button and it's done. Yeah, yeah. he brings I the he brings the, the Nobel laureate on to tell the guy I, to press. I, I the rewound
1: button. that commercial to watch it again. It was a good one. Very yeah. funny.
2: Sorry. Go
0: ahead. All right, hey, All right. good stuff. Go
2: um, Colin, uh, one of your uh, one of your long-standing uh, segments is your tweet of the week. I'm sure you have a I'm sure you have a good one set up for us um as long as uh scott has the music we can we can well <laughs> and
0: i'm sure uh, this one i think you probably encountered yourself during the nfc divisional playoff game oh, this weekend this right going. before the broncos came on some and this is the the brilliance of twitter somebody dug back after Eddie Lacy's big, oh boy. big touchdown or near touchdown run. It was like a 70-yard scramble where it took four and a half minutes for him <laughs> to, to get there. Um, and somebody dug up a number of food-related tweets from Eddie Lacy. And that's your tweet for the week, Eddie Lacy. I want a sausage and egg and cheese McGriddle. All I keep thinking about is food. Sonic, here I come. That food, though, yes, Lord. That food got me sleepy. I guess I'll start off my day with some fast food. These are all actual tweets from Eddie Lazy. Red, what we were like, we were like, redberry red, racist. I was, I, no, it's like, I was like, oh, he's not that fat. Come on, why, why is does he look fat? I was like, well, how could he be that fat? He's an NFL player. Oh, yeah, he fat. looks pretty fat. He's really fat. Uh, made it to the crib. About to get this food and watch Unknown. In my apartment, packing my things, who would be so nice as to offer to bring me some food? We'll do moose stuff for the food. Eating my ass off in here, knowing I'm supposed to be losing weight. Been eating gummy bears the last 30 minutes. I want to point out, he said posta. P O S S E D D A. Be losing weight. I'm poster. about to
3: <laughs> poster, poster.
0: I'm about to go get some China food.
2: China food, yeah.
0: This China food I'm about to get though. Hmm, <laughs> maybe China food. Then I'll come back and clean this room since I didn't since yesterday. <laughs> wow. I'll have to get some China food, <laughs> then back to the crib for tonight. Uh, that's Eddie Lacey. He loves food and uh, great running back. This is specifically China kind of food. It's, oh uh, my god! And, wow. and, and, and you know, and I was seeing and really those. honestly. Hats off to whoever went back and dug those up. I mean, some of these go back like three, four years. Yeah, and I and I and I saw that, and I was just like,
2: Oh yeah, that guy is huge.
0: He he must eat all the time. He's talking about how he can't eat enough gummy bears. He just loves He's, food. Can I go the, get some McGriddles? The, the one that was really good is really? He, he
2: was like he was it was he was still in college and he was like, "Oh, I'm still in I'm in class and I have a, a grilled McSnack wrap in my pocket." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? "Really?" And he just had no idea. He just he just carries food around with him. So fan- it He'd was no He did. It, yeah, was, he never never knows. Knows. it was so damn entertaining yeah. during that Packers
0: <laughs> game. That people are just people were just rifling these off one after the other after that, the other. You know other. what that's
2: like if you have a grilled McSnack wrap or whatever the hell it was in your pocket. That's like like an alcoholic who's hiding bottles of booze around the house because they <laughs> yeah, want. That's true. And then, and then yeah. you, know, you just stumble on and
1: go, ooh, bottle of vodka. <laughs> And you're like, oh, mixed yeah. snack wrap. Hey, this wasn't a grilled chicken kale salad.
2: No, 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 definitely not. So, I mean, you know, listen, super talented guy. Obviously, really good. If if he's eating like that, that's why he's that's why he's up and down. You
3: know what? You know what? Tom Brady hides around his house. Oh, mirrors. Oh. <laughs> Dude, that's that's the best diet aid right there. Because you,
2: you see, hey, I look good. I'm gonna keep it good. Awesome. You look bad. You got to get. You got to get to the gym. I think
3: about him so much.
2: I know you do. What's what was the thing he had? A, he had a diet thing recently about his food, and it was something horrible. Like he was he he eats very like volcano v- ash, or very something very Spartan, like that.
3: doesn't he? Yeah, he does. But he eats well, obviously. Mm. If you've seen him lately,
2: listen. I'm all into eating well. I, I like eating well, and I also like eating bad. And uh, you know, drinking a couple Coors Lights that's that's always good. But that's too much. <laughs> That's too much junk
3: food. Hey, isn't Monte Ball with the Patriots now? Oh, he is, I think. Or maybe he's yeah. on the practice squad. Now, maybe? that would be uh. just
0: like Belichick to totally make a Monte Ball-centric offensive game plan. They just, they just lost plan. Gerard
3: Mayo, so they have a mm. roster spot. What if Monte Ball shows oh. could happen.
0: Okay. It could happen. I'm intrigued by the fact that they have Steven Jackson, but I haven't seen a whole lot of action out of Jackson. But... <laughs> Still. And you won't. He's like he's like he's like forty seven. Speaking of action, I like the the nickname for the for the new Cleveland Browns head coach. Not huge action, Jackson. Huge action. Huge action. Huge action. Sounds the same. Two totally different things. Not a bad hire. And and you know and I
2: and I said this the other day. I was like, you know, about the theme of like people being be upset because oh God, the Broncos won a won a playoff game and now they're going to the AFC
0: Championship. They're awful. You could be a Titans fan. You could be a Titans oh, fan. Oh God! Do you see today? There's some talk that the NFL may force an ownership change in Tennessee. Like there's some debate as to whether they should force an ownership change. <laughs> and, the same, never and, and The same thing has been happening in the NBA with the 76ers. That 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 is not something you ever want to see happen to your own no, franchise. No, no, that's <laughs> terrible. And and you know
2: and like the Titans have you know some Marcus Marietta, whatever they got some good players. They they could be decent if they had actually somebody pulling the strings. But you think about it, like the Broncos have a sustained greatness, had a little drop-off there after Josh McDaniels. But to to go from that to like the Titans or one of those other
1: horrible teams – I just can't. You know, it could be so much worse. You know, I think cr-
2: that's what you have to, you have to remember.
1: Uh, real quick, John. I, I believe I read on Twitter, I think it was, that you were involved in some sort of a story where someone wrote about the Rockies saying, hey, at least we aren't the worst franchise in the world. And uh, expound upon that or expand. Oh, I don't know. It wasn't
2: that. Um... Oh, yeah, yeah. He said uh, it's... Um, it's yeah, like, uh, the
1: Monfords may be bad, but we could be the worst franchise um, in the uh, world.
2: It's, it's Connor, writes for Purple Row. Rockies versus Connor honor um he he basically said yes it could be worse because somebody more horrible which a little bit of a stretch because i mean you know i i could probably go and on the team and probably make a few better decisions than those guys um that yeah, was his point, but I was a part of it at different a different. It's a aspect horrible of the point. I, it, I, hey, you know good. what? Hey, listen, this is America. No one's forcing you, you to read you know, anything. It,
3: today was the anniversary, I believe, of the Tuck Rule Game, ah, 14th yeah. year anniversary. And what was striking about that, and I think they replayed it on NFL Network or something like that, was the Raiders were in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, and and that was interesting to see because it has been that long could have won the Super Bowl Raiders absolutely and yeah. those were have. really good well, their, teams their, their head
0: coach did win the Super Bowl the following year <laughs> right now, those hey, were really hey, good Raiders so too. how how divergent and and, and, I, and I and I have to qualify this by saying I heard you have this conversation with the great Sandy Clough earlier today but <laughs> how how divergent would it have been for the Patriots had they not won that game I mean th- these things in sports momentum is everything and I I wonder what you think had the had the Patriots lost the Tuck Rule game, would we still be talking about about handsome Tom in the same context? Oh we would. I hope it, so. Yeah, I
1: hope so too. <laughs> Not in the same context.
0: But it, it the, the momentum wise,
2: because we were talking about this I think I mentioned this earlier. The the, the Broncos are generally good, therefore they have good facilities, people want to come here. Would that have affected the
3: Patriots? I what I'm interested to see is in the post Peyton era is how so close to (laughs) could be six days away guys. (laughs) How does Elway sculpt this team? Is he going to continue with this model of building up the defense and having an offense? that's just okay. Is he going to go out and get Kirk cousins? Is he going to stick with the Brock lobster? Because that decision I think is kind of the seminal decision of, of the Elway you know, general manager, and, and I agree it is seminal. Um,
0: <laughs> but, but I, 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 my theory is that the Broncos will bring in a veteran quarterback, maybe not on the level of a Kirk Cousins, but somebody who can at least push Brock in training camp next season, and we'll see if he has the opportunity to start over that quarterback. But it, as we were discussing earlier, if he has, if he commands a salary that precludes them from not starting him. He may not be back here. It, if you have a good defense, you want to keep
2: that up. Obviously, the the offense. C.J. Anderson is a, is a very good running back, and when he has those flashes of brilliance, he looks really good. Um, obviously, if they the offensive line is in good shape, and he had the end of last year, he was just dominating. He's very good, so you can. Try to piecemeal the offense and try to build it back up, but obviously keep the defense going. I don't think it's a question of being like, well, the defense is going to be good, the offense is going to be crappy. I think they can keep they can improve that next year, and and then have have a much more solid team. It's it's totally possible. I I do you think Elway is the guy that can do it? Because I know a lot of people are like Elway doesn't know what he's doing. He built a pretty good defense, man. So I I think I think he. I think he knows what he's doing. I think he can. I think he can get it done.
3: But do you think he can? I, 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 I really do. I have in complete faith in what he's done, and a large part of that is because of that 2012 draft. Danny Trevathan, Malik Jackson, Brock Osweiler, Ronnie Hillman. These are guys, and I know that we're not huge Ronnie Hillman guys, but. That is a he big part of this team, what they did in one draft. I know that's probably been the question about John Elway, is those drafts, the, the Monte Ball over Eddie Lacey and all that. But um, I don't see it slipping. I really don't because don't you either. haven't had Peyton this year. You haven't had the Peyton that everybody knows. And I think nationally a lot of people look at it and say – Oh, Peyton's back in the AFC Championship game. That's that's normal. There's nothing unusual there. But this is not Peyton. I mean, this is not anything remotely close to what people are accustomed I, to.
2: I cry and complain about Ronnie Hillman all the time. Um, if, if Ronnie Hillman was used, I think, in a, in a better way, had a better offensive line, I think he's he's good. He's fast. He's not very big. Um, when, when we're watching a game, when the fans are watching a game and we're like, why in the hell is Ronnie Hillman still in when C.J. is perfectly capable of doing And when C.J. broke free, he was great. Is there, is there that disconnect that fans have watching the game where it's a basically a thing where you just don't understand what the coach, coach's plan is? Or are we a little bit right in going, the coach has just kind of lost the script?
3: I don't think it's fans. I think it's media too. You we, think we really don't know? You, what's do you going. guys see it too, or is it? I mean, everyone's probably not like saying
2: it out loud, but is everyone kind of looking at each other like, "What the
3: hell"? Oh, absolutely. It, the press box is an extension of the stands. I mean, we're not any smarter than anybody sitting in the stands. Actually, a little bit. I think actually, a little, a little a, smell smell a little better too. I think. <laughs> <laughs> you you're not including Woody Page. Mm. A lot of True. the times, I you know. I. I'm not a huge fan of the media. I'll just put it that way. I think it assumes a lot of things that it's smarter than what the coaching staff, and not just the Broncos' coaching staff, but all coaching staffs. They don't know. Maybe CJ Anderson has a bad toe. Maybe his ankles bother him. You know. Maybe, maybe he's hungover. I don't know. It, it, we don't know as well as those guys do of why they make certain decisions, and we probably never will. I have a theory with Tom Brady. He could beautiful Brady. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Your theory is that he's he's devilishly handsome devilishly handsome and dreamy and dreamy. and two years ago when he came through here in that afc championship game never really in doubt i think the pats had a two-point conversion they could have tied it or something but they ran the ball instead of giving it to beautiful brady which is nuts you always give it to beautiful brady they came through here he could not complete a pass over 15 yards huh and i wondered was it a shoulder is it an arm? is it something but it was it coincided with taking all those tight ends and those are guys you don't throw deep to. So I wonder if when beautiful Brady retires in 2026, hopefully, that, 2056. that we learn there's, he can't throw the deep ball anymore. And you're going to see these five-yard, eight-yard patterns, and he's never going to miss a pass because he's never missed a pass. But he can't throw deep. This isn't the Randy Moss of 2007 Patriots. I wonder if there's something up with his shoulder or something like that because they really design things for this short passing game as if they know Tom Brady's not going to be – that guy and 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 we as fans and and you guys as media probably aren't privy.
2: to We're definitely not privy to it. There was a guy in the uh, when the Avalanche from the playoffs last. Like, God, I can't remember his name. And he was awful. He was a defenseman. He was terrible. And everyone was just complaining about. Everyone's like, God, he's terrible. He's terrible. Second that they were out, they were like, Oh, he had a he had a his, his foot was broken, and yeah. he he yeah. was he was on a broken foot, and it was like, but he had to be out there, and this is this is his best effort, and. He played on a broken foot or whatever it was, and but everyone was bitching and complaining, but you have
1: no idea. But and don't you think oh, – going back to really quick, the be- beautiful Tom. Mm. Oh, mm, um, thanks no, for no, going no, back. Let's <laughs> do go back to it, <laughs> Please, please. Um, it seems like be- Belichick has that offense – yeah, he's 38 years old. He can't throw downfield anymore, and he puts all the pieces around him to make him successful – and Manning really doesn't have that, and he hasn't for a while. Imagine if Manning played all those years under Belichick. Would they have won like twelve Super Bowls in a row? Thirty, maybe. I don't know. I mean, it's just it's. I think Belichick Listen, is. Just I, think, a I think if you put coach. it in
0: that, if you frame it that way, there's an argument to be made about Manning versus Brady once again. Um i really do if you frame it that way had Peyton Manning, and and I think it's a fascinating question, and one that I have not heard anybody else ask if if Manning had played the Brady role in the Belichick offense all these years uh I mean how could they have been more successful than they have been that's kind of hard to imagine because they've been almost i mean they've been eighty percent success their their success uh, Pey- rate has been like. Hey Bill, I don't, I don't want to, st- I don't want to look at this stolen
2: videotape of people's plays. I want to win. I want to win the right way. You <laughs> just shut the me. air out of the I, ball. I, I,
1: Are I, you I, kidding me? I think the more fascinating question is: What if in the fifth round of that draft that year, the Cleveland Browns took Tom Brady?
2: Oh, hey, his career would be over. It would be his career. Would he'd be, over. be out in three Listen, years. All I know about Brady is I'm not gay, but if he asked for tasteful nudes, I'd send him to him. Yeah, I'd, sure, I'd, sure. I'd, who I'd would him, him. Brady already you, did.
3: Send him. <laughs> The, the, the thing about that, too, is I forgot what I was going to say. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I think I, think, I, think, what Paul, I think what Paul is trying to get at is that uh, you know we all we all have a little soft spot for Tom Brady and yeah. I know this it's is going to be soft. difficult. Yeah. I, I, it's not. I think it's going to be difficult for our fans to hear. Um, but, hey, listen, uh, Brady. Come
2: on, Brady. Brady is is an exceptional quarterback. He's going to be one of the greatest of all time. I want him. I want him to get sacked. I want him to get. I want him to get drilled in the I wanna, ground. I
0: want to see Von Miller stand above him. And legs spread yep. and simulate
2: masturbation after I, a sack. That's I what wa- I want to see. Wa- I want to see that too. I want to see Brady crushed and humiliated, just in this game. Other than that, I want to see him soar like the beautiful, the beautiful mm. bird that he is. Mm. That's what I want to see. Mm. So, but just I, not this week. You just want to see some.
1: Uh, you want
0: to see some crying Jordan faces on him, don't I,
2: you? If they, if people have to do that, if, they, if that's how they want to spend their time, cool.
0: That's cool. I, I'm fine with it. I want to see some masturbating Vaughn faces. I, on. I, I think this I is a
2: this is a this is a good moment to 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 step out on. Yeah, I Paul, think. Paul's made it this far. Still yeah. hasn't lost his job. I, at least at least not yet. <laughs> this isn't live, so we never we never know. Um, but uh, yeah, let's let's um, let's wrap it up. But um, yeah, we'll we'll see. So so what? How do you guys feel? Give give me your gut. Give me your gut impression. You can give me a score if you want. I'm not giving you a score. I'm not good at that. Give me give me a gut impression, Paul. How
3: do you feel about the game? I think three and a half points is way too much. I also think that the first quarter for the first time this year is really going to matter because I don't think they're built to come back from double digits like they were. No. And so I think the first quarter is actually relevant this week. So don't go hit range balls. Watch the first half. I got the Broncos twenty-five to twenty-three. Wow, twenty-five, twenty-three. That's a, I like it. It's an interesting score.
0: I am going to go. I, 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 I'm and I hope I'm wrong. I, I I believe the I believe the Patriots defeat the Broncos soundly somewhere in the twenty-seven seventeen range.
1: You know that's it's no fun. It's Jeez. no fun at all. And by Paul's uh, logic, that means the Broncos will then be the Super Bowl champions. Mm-hmm. So we we like that. I'm going to go uh, Broncos eighteen to 17. Nice. Very low-scoring game. I believe there will be an onside kick within the last 30 seconds that will, may or may not, determine the game.
2: Well, I hope the Good Hands team is out there for that. Uh, Paul, you may not know, but Colin has a long-standing bet that if the Broncos win the Super Bowl, he's going to drink eight ounces of his own urine, chilled, and uh um,
3: this just got real tequila chaser
2: <laughs> and uh he's uh he's made this for a couple of years now i think it'd be two years in a row yeah
0: mm-hmm. and um
1: we should mention the counter bet that if uh, the broncos do not win the super bowl captain bronco will do this yeah he took the field <laughs> that's, that's how
0: that's how bad of a wager he that's is a terrible wager yeah, yeah but he took the entire <laughs> playoff field against the broncos to drink eight ounces of his own urine, so he, the he odds are tests. far stronger.
2: He wanted all of us to to do it in his mouth too. I don't know. We were like, he was like, he's like, can I be there? And, I'll, and I and I was like, yeah, that's what you want? I jeez, okay, cool, but it, that's weird. Amazing. Yeah, weird. But um, so so I I. Obviously, I want the Broncos to win. I also want them to win because of the the bet that Colin has to um, has to uh, has to do. So um, it's
0: ha- like half of one of these. Oh basically. God, that's <laughs> way
2: too much, man! But wait,
1: wait, wait. Wait, wait. you you forget that you added to that bet that he would then shoot it across into your mouth.
2: There's right? something like that.
1: I don't know. I don't know. We, we, we'll
2: work on that. We'll work on the details later. Let's let's not get Paul fired in the last in the last thirty seconds of it. Um, Paul, thanks for coming in. We appreciate that it. That was fun, guys. Was, I appreciate you. It guys. was good. We we loved having you, and, and now now we can uh, you know now we know you're close. You can come in any time and uh, and regale us with more stories. So we got we got plenty more to talk about. We we generally in all this time, there's so much more we could get to. We could sit here all night, and uh, we we will eventually soon. So please come back soon. So absolutely, um, Thank you. you can find him uh, at by. Paul Klee because Paul Klee is like a famous like Austrian like
0: artist or something yeah, I, yeah. I, I googled Paul Klee earlier today and I was like holy shit like nothing on the first page is my man like mm. and then so Paul Klee Denver if you google Paul Klee Denver then you, then you got your man quite a bit more information but but ironically not a beat writer for the Denver Post but the, the-, the Gazette Telegraph the Gazette Telegraph
2: and and honestly um and and if you haven't read his stuff, now they make you like answer a question to get on the yeah, page. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that's it's kind of, they, yeah they do. Yeah. It, but but it's well worth it. Every every time Paul's written something and I, I I check it out, it's always really good. So I encourage you guys to 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 read his stuff because I think it's uh it's a little it's a it's it's a little different and it's a little better kind of what you get with those those JOs down at the post. And I, and I,
0: well, I got to be honest with you. I mean, you belong at the post, and and I'm. I, I know you love Don't the curse Gazette him Telegraph. With that. Don't wish that. I know that you on know the, I lo- know you love the Gazette, but when the when the uh, when various spots have opened up at the at the post over the last couple of years, I've been like clee, clee, clee. clee But uh, I, I I'm happy that you're working for the paper. I used to throw I used to throw many many a copy of the Gazette Telegraph, and uh, it's a fine newspaper. Well, check him out there. It's very good stuff, and we appreciate you coming in.
2: And uh, we'll get you back in soon. This was good. I mean, maybe one night we'll we'll plan one where we can. Um, everyone's going to take an Uber home, and we can maybe we can have a couple more beers and really really let it fly. i That hey, might, I'm be, in, guys. might be a good one. Too, that might so. be
3: the bet night. <laughs> when, the, when the he's urine. definitely going to need a, an Uber after that. Oh
2: yeah, yeah. That we We could do some HGH. Too. <laughs> we could. That urine's going to already have so much booze in it that it's just oh, going to yeah, be. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, like a shot. Shot. Yeah, yeah. be a double shot. Yeah, a double shot. So. Thanks, Paul. We appreciate it. Let's uh, let's get on out of here. It's good stuff. I'm glad we got one in. Hopefully, we'll have another show next week where we're going to be talking about the Super Bowl. Oh, my
0: God. Yeah. Super Bowl Can you imagine? 50, the golden Super Bowl. Oh, my Lord. That's going to be great.
2: That's uh, too, too good to be true. Until next time, this has been the South Stands Day for Fantastic. Thanks for tuning in. Adios. Same time, one two, five. So sick and dirty, more dead than.
3: And all the women around. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, pardon me, sir, so it swings to her mind.
3: Well, I'm just looking for a good.
0: Stopwatch. We go to break every 15 minutes. Crackman wouldn't shut up last week, so. Right, and he just it got just on, and on, on, and on, on and on and on and yeah. on and on. It was fucking relentless. <laughs> so. Oh, I need a bear too. You got one Oh, yeah. Oh, I need a popper. Yeah, right there in that Roscoe Vermouth box.
1: You got a popper? popper
0: pop? I'm working on it. Scott, oh, he said it's got somewhere. Here we too. go. go?
1: He doesn't uh, need a awesome popper. Oh,
0: that's a John definitely does not need a bottle opener for that. <laughs> pure that would, that would inconvenience the homeless so it's been, immensely. It's been at least five weeks wow. Oh, okay. Well, take it slow. Yeah, don't drive off a fucking it's cliff. It's a All good. right. Um, she sells seashells by the seashore. How much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? A whole Chuck film. Podcasting from the Sportique Studios, where the war of words has already begun, and we haven't even started recording yet. This is the South Stands with producer Scott Colorado Say. <laughs> Yeah. This, is, this could just be. This makes it. I'm out. My own. Guy. Uh, oh, first. I've been looking
3: forward. John sent me Twitter this. Episode. Hope it was
0: completely say personal photos. I could
2: delete everything. He so can, it's he fine. can take care of it. Um, now everyone knows Paul. Everyone knows to to how to hiding and right. Paul, He's the nugget. though.
3: i oh, fuck you up. Incredible. America is pretty incredible.
2: That, I know. I know. I think when. When I first became aware of you, I know you work
3: for the Colorado Springs paper, so I just figured this guy grew up here. So you grew up here, right? I did, yeah. Actually, in uh, the Platt Park, if you're familiar with that neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. Back by uh, Sushi Den. Yep. um, Before that became an incredible place. I've never actually all these years, but it was a great neighborhood to grow up in. I went to high school uh, right by there at Denver Christian High School. Played for Coach Dick Cotty for four years. Had my first uh, illegal beer at Las Margaritas on South Gaylord. Nice. Um, I don't think my mother's listening to this, but no, she may. she's not. She, she probably isn't. And um, yeah, and so it was really, really nice to come home. I said I would keep moving around the world and the country until I found some place better than Denver, and it never happened. And when when did you come back from your travels? It was four years ago, actually. This is the fourth Broncos season I've covered, and they don't lose very often, which makes it really easy. Does on guys that like make us. it
2: like? almost more boring than let's say (laughs) let's say nick groke a a, a guest of the show um who we kind of asked him the opposite question isn't it awful to have to write about a team that loses all the time but he can always find a story is it is it hard to find a story with a team that wins all the time obviously this year might be a little different because there's there's quite a few stories going around but when they're constantly winning it's um it just seems like you might uh, you might struggle to find some sort of uh, you know thing to write about.
3: I you know I think it a lot of it probably depends on which team it is for me. Um, I I grew up closest to the Nuggets. I w- I was a a really big Nuggets fan. That was my first team that that I, I loved. Um, Broncos, yeah, of course. I mean you live here, of course it's going to be the Broncos. But I was a Chris Jackson, Reggie Williams, Dikembe, alfonso th- Those were the teams that I loved. Um, the Nuggets now, um, I always look forward to going to Pepsi Center just because of, there's that little bit of sentimental, cheesy attachment. But And they're bad. I mean, they're, they're really bad. <laughs> and I still like being over there. But, no, I, I think the locker room is more pleasant. Sure. They're less grumpy. Uh, they're less likely to snap at you. And so uh, the Broncos are, are a really good organization to work with, actually. And part of that is because they win most of the time. Well,
2: winning probably helps. And, you know, it's like – and just the, the having a winning tradition and having a team that is successful means they're always going to be top notch in all, all every aspect just to bring more people in, to keep bringing in free agents. So they, it actually kind of feeds on itself. So um, their success is probably, you know, begets more success.
0: Let's talk about the success that they had this last weekend. Was that not the most maddening thing to watch? <laughs> it was. I mean, I mean, honestly, and they've won that way so many times this this season. I mean, you hear people, Bill Simmons, for example, Patriots fans, other fans of other organizations, think the Broncos have a horseshoe up their butts, and it's hard to really argue that, with that. Does that mean they're lucky, or is that something else? It, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of a mixture of luck. It's almost like... They play the entire game with the strategy of ultimately winding up in a lucky position on defense sometime late in the game. I mean, how many times is that f- critical fourth quarter turnover slash scoring drive? Broncos? It really is as maddening a way to watch a football game as you could possibly ask any team for. And as Broncos fans... That's kind of the way we are. It's kind of throwback. It's kind of nostalgic. I mean, the last few years, that's not been the kind of Broncos team we've watched at all. I mean, they've lost big and big moments. But for the most part, throughout the season, they've kind of handled teams. So this, like, barely getting by kind of way of going on all the way to the AFC championship game, I think, is kind of mind-blowing, really.
1: You know what, <laughs> you know what it remind, reminded me of is um, World War II. Oh, yeah, me too. I, I was thinking the same thing. And, and I'll tell you why. It reminded me of how the Soviets, how they, how they fought the Nazis. And they played on the defensive the entire time. Yep. They let the Nazis just come in. They burned everything in their past. Retreat, 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 retreat. And finally, they surrounded them, and they starved them out. Wow.
2: Huh? Yeah. That's, that's yeah. deep. That's deep. But I, I don't think that is the game plan going I in.
1: I think it was. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I it's I the think, game plan. I think it was. I think it was. Uh, we don't want to get into a... Uh, scoring battle. Hold on. Wait, wait. This is the
2: same thing like somebody said. They said, oh, well, the Patriots didn't want home. They didn't want home field. No, no, playoffs. no, no, no. It's no, their no, grand no, no, plan. No.
1: Nobody goes in going, let's just suck. Let's suck
2: the no, whole no. time. It was and a right uh, one of the time. Was, scoring, well, scoring. well,
1: they probably weren't expecting nine dropped passes. They were probably expecting perhaps the defense to get another turnover or two, not to be as close. But I don't think it was a bad game plan necessarily. You do you want to get into a uh, – a war with Ben Roethlisberger in the air? You don't want to do that.
0: No. You don't want to get it, in the bathroom with him either. No, <laughs> no you, sure, you sure don't. Paul, what do you think, being
2: around the team, what, what's your, what's your, what's your, uh, uh, how, how do you feel the vibe is with the team? Uh, do, are they are they like a, are they, they kind of like, and obviously they're not going to come out and say this, but do you think they feel like they gotten lucky or are they kind of like, we're just, we're just, you know, putting on our hard
3: hats and, and chugging away? I, I tell you what, man, this defense. They they feel like they're going to conquer the world. You could pin them back into uh, wherever, and they think they're going to win the game. It's this. It's a cockiness. It's an arrogance that they have, um, and it's played out very well so far. It's handy if you want to go play nine holes for the first half because the first half kind of doesn't matter. You know, either way, it, it didn't matter uh, when they beat the Raiders here and kicked all those field goals, or lost to the Raiders here and kicked all those field goals. Raiders Kingsburg The first half is so it's fun to watch Twitter during a Broncos game in <laughs> yes. first half because it really doesn't matter There's I can't imagine
0: anybody overreacting <laughs> on Twitter.
2: Um yeah, I was saying don't hit that I, I was to. about to. I know you were. I'm a table um, puncher. Well, I know, and it's it'd be great if this equipment was was not acting up. So um
0: yours are the sound stuff.
2: Everything all across but but it's safe to say that if they just Had even just a a smidge better offense, they wouldn't even have to worry about these close games because it just with the defense playing like it is, it would just be they it would push them over the top if they could just get their heads out of their
3: asses just for a little while. And I think that tickled like it did because they did have that defense. They had a top three defense and they had an offense that'll put forty on you. I think that was the best chance, and we all know that. Yeah, Um, this is a different experiment. This is a football experiment, and I think that. the mug, you know, the next two, Lee, and T. Those dudes, um, Seattle had. The difference is they have yeah. offense. Man. And ooh, I, I don't think that they're going to, you got to think that here in the war, we're into yeah, yeah. Like it. The problem maybe you have, I said, um,
0: on these, it's great, it's great entertainment. It comes here. If you are truly a fan of the National Football League, and it, no matter how devoted you are specifically to the Denver Broncos, you cannot at this point deny the greatness of the Patriots. I mean, they've been absolutely. absolutely incredible for an incredibly long time. Tom Brady will walk off into the sunset, and I know, I know Paul feels the same way because I heard you with Sandy Clef today just by happenstance. He's gorgeous. I, he'll, he'll walk off he into is. the sunset. He is. W- 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 the greatest the earth. And, of course, the Broncos have a chance, and there's all kinds of legitimate stuff you can say about the Chiefs. They are what they are. The only thing you can say about
2: the Patriots, it's legitimate one of the best in the NFL – uh, the coaching has them, you know, totally prepared. Those guys don't screw up much. And, and Tom Brady is at Foxborough
1: right now. Guaranteed the headsets weren't gonna, aren't going to work for a quarter, and there's going to be controversy again, but there they go to
2: the again, Super Bowl. Again, it's not we,
3: Scott. They. they, they, they it's they, not. They. We're going the Broncos' platform fan- in a C6 in Denver e-bone somebody Danny Cannell or something like that <laughs> talk and <laughs> the best-
0: I've goes go to another Super Bowl sure the cast that I said on Sunday which was does anybody in America saw the pulse no team? No, they would much listen Double- Broncos this
2: year More. Uh, for, you know, face younger. That's how really, really to I mean, I, mean man. I call him Handsome Tom, and I think everyone's a handsome And who's, uh, you still got his game Put it this way. Aro is what's called. Watch this phone. it, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we wanted to go back and check Jack. Here's the primary and I have spell. If we'll take. We'll be right back.